everybody. Welcome to the Meg's podcast. We're here to make you laugh, bring you a little encouragement and remind you to squeeze the good today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Meg's podcast. I'm Meg Rebus. And I'm Megan Coleman. When life gives you lemons, y'all go find a teacher to love on. (laughs) I know. I love what we're talking about today. Just encouraging our teachers and faculty and staff. It's a good one. Yeah. Ways we can encourage teachers. I mean, I feel like we're all back into the swing of it by now, right? Regardless of where we live. Are we? Maybe we'll talk (laughs) about that. (laughs) Okay. Maybe that's on the list too. (laughs) Well, we really appreciate y'all being here too and listening to the podcast. And you may not know, but there are six awesome ways that you can support the Meg's podcast because we are listener supported and you're actually doing one of them right now just by listening. And we're so thankful. But if you head over to our website, uh, what is our website? TheMegsPodcast.com. It's listed there for you. And we would love to continue connecting with you. Yep. And um, it's been a minute because we usually don't talk a whole lot in between recording days. So I'd love to know like what's been good the last few days for you. Like, can we do a little catch up before we dive into our, you know, episode episode topic? Yeah. um, Let's see what's been good. Let's see. I think I talked last time that we were in quarantine for like ever. And so I guess it's good that we're not in that anymore. It is good. <laughs> and everybody's really okay. nice. And everybody's good yeah, and okay. Yeah, we're totally fine. Everything's fine. Um, okay. So this is kind of, you know, this isn't a good moment as much as it is a good thing that I'm loving right now. So I'm really low key when it comes to makeup. I'm super big on mascara, right? Like I don't go anywhere without my mascara on because I have blonde eyelashes. And so I got to like put something on those, but I always struggle with like other makeup stuff. And I found a cream eyeshadow. Have you used cream eyeshadows? I'm actually looking at your eyes right now and your eyeshadow does look really great. I don't do eyeshadows. I do eyeliner and a mascara, but don't look at me today. I don't have any makeup on today. Well, cream shadow. I'm hooked and addicted. I love it. All I have on is one cream shadow color and that's it. And I love it. Yeah. I got it. Uh, beauty counter, you know, I'm obsessed with all things beauty counter because I'm really big on ingredients and things and they've got really clean products. And so they just came out with their whole new cream shadow line. And and I just ordered another color because I love it so much. What color are you wearing? It looks Uh, like fall, like a fallish brown, like a brownish bronze. No, it's not brown, a little beigey, it, but beige-y. it's got the little, um, you know, highlights or I won't say glitter. Cause you know, I don't like glitter, but you know, this sparkly is a little bit, but not overkill. Cause I can still do it in the daytime. Uh, aura, a U R a, I think that's the color I have. And I okay. just ordered a darker one too, for like, Ooh. you know, when I go out at night, which I never do, but okay. I'm going to check I out the beauty counter, <laughs> the beauty counter cream shadow. Yeah. I like it. I'm like, nice. All right. What's been good? Yeah. What's been good for you? Um, the girls had a couple of days off of school and they were being complete party poopers, which I guess that's not that good. But, um, me and Logan stole a little date away together at the beach. Just me and him went. Oh, fun. Y'all never get that. 
I know. And it was so great. We got there and, um, because we're on the East coast, if the wind is out of the West, it's like a lake at the ocean. It's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, the small little calming waves, you can get a raft and just like float. So it was that kind of day, gorgeous, crystal clear blue water. I was like, Oh no way. This is the best day. We had the best time. We were out in the water and guess what swims? I mean, like right next to like brushed Logan's leg. Don't say a shark. No, no, no. It's something happy. <laughs> it's something happy. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a good moment. Not a scary moment. <laughs> okay. What is it? A manatee. Oh, they're very cool. Humongous. They're bigger than sharks. I still don't they're... think that would be good for me. I think I would have had a freak out moment. I was a little bit, but they're a friendly ocean animal. They're called the cows of the sea because they just eat grass and I did not know that. Yes. And they're huge. Logan was like, this is easily eight feet. Like it was massive, like a cat, like a big cow would be. So it swims and we can see it because it's crystal clear water. And there were all these um, guys up on their, um, their boards, the paddle boards paddling mm-hmm. next to it. And people were running out because it moves pretty slow too. Like, Is it like the would. sloth of the sea, yes. <laughs> like a huge sloth. Anyways, it made Logan's like year. He's been wanting to see a manatee. And so Very cool. just to see like the excitement on his face. So I was like running for the shore though. Sure, sure. But as soon as he was like, no, 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 it's safe. Cause all I saw was just this big, massive thing like coming right out of us. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but then it was really cool to see that up close. So we yeah. had this really awesome like beach day manatee experience. I That's my that. good. That is good. That is good. I am laughing at you. Because you're literally like cringing the whole time I'm talking about yeah. why I squeeze the good because mm-hmm. it was, that would not have no. been. <laughs> that would not be good for me. I'm already sweating just a little bit. That's why my arms are like out. She's, you know? she's like jittery in her seat. <laughs> Again, we're going to have to do more videos. I think this season, like little snippets on our uh, social media so people could see some of this. Cause I know y'all are just listening and hearing she's so jittery. It's like making her visibly nervous. I My squeeze the good was making you visibly <laughs> nervous. I love seat. nothing of the ocean. Like I really don't, I, I take it back. I, if I'm like in a hotel on the ocean, listening to it and looking at it, I'm great. I think okay. that's wonderful and peaceful, but I don't like to actually okay. be down and in it and all of that. Okay. Question. Would you, because people pay really good money. They pay like real nice money, real nice <laughs> to go swim with dolphins. No. A hard pass for you. A hard pass for me. <laughs> I'm like the one that if my kids want to go snorkeling, like a few years ago, we went to, where did we go? I don't remember, maybe Mexico. And we, um, my parents really wanted to go do snorkeling with the kids and all of that. I was so glad I had my youngest Landry, who was too young to do any of it. And I was like, I'll stay in the boat with her. <laughs> I'm thinking I need to have another kid so I can use that as an excuse for another however many years. <laughs> you do. I would agree with this other kid notion. I'm oh, 
It needs tell to you be what. another baby soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, we digress. I know that's my fault. We digress sometimes. But today we are all about the back to school. Or are we? <laughs> okay, but How- why do you say that? Are you not liking your back to school right now? Minus the fact like- that you're in the season where your kids are home for holidays all the time in South Florida. Yes, we do get lots of uh, in the fall leading up to uh, December months. We get lots of uh, random days off for the girls. Um, I have a high schooler now and I should have at the beginning of the summer, I should have looked up what their bell schedule was for high school. Cause I'm used to her middle school bell schedule. Oh yeah. She didn't go to school until like nine 30 or something like crazy. Noonish. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> it, she slept in forever. Um, which was kind of crazy weird for me too, but we got used to it. We got into that rhythm. She, girlfriend has to get up at five 30 now. Oh her, my. So the high school starts before anybody else her bus picks her up at 6 30 in the morning we have to have her at the bus stop at 6 30 in the morning it's just I'm like do you want to repeat middle school like does that sound good to you can we that's go back rough. to a that's middle school really school? really early and I'm it, the one I mean are you getting up with her so the first few days I was that mom and you got I was up early, like didn't you? Up with her. I was helping her with breakfast, whatever. But you know, she's almost 15 and she can do all that. So once I saw that, okay, she's responsible, she's getting herself up, and she is my very responsible one. I was like, oh yeah, we can I'll, I'll get sleep you in up. a little longer. <laughs> I'll roll out of bed like maybe 10 minutes before I gotta take you to the bus stop. Isn't it the truth? I feel like every year I'm like, oh, this is going to be the year I'm going to get up early before my kids and have my cup of coffee. So I'm like the nice mom before they come wake, before they get up. I never do. I never do that. My kids woke me up this morning. That's how, that's how we roll. Here's my heart. (laughs) In my heart, I want to be the mom that wakes up and is like having like reading some scripture versus... (laughs) Before (laughs) or or something, or it maybe not even scripture verses, just something like positive, encouraging, positive. I've got breakfast made. I'm hot breakfast. Yeah. Here is reality though. I'm rolling out of bed in a t-shirt, throwing on shorts. I usually don't have a bra on. Haley Bell is like getting a pop tart, like tossed at her head for breakfast maybe some orange juice. Audrey's already like out the door. I have no idea if she's had breakfast. I'm hoping because she's almost 15. She's packed a lunch herself. Like I, I felt like back to school. This is why we're talking about this. I feel like we're only a couple weeks in and I've already like thrown in the towel. I know. Usually we at least make it to month two before we do I didn't even give it a try. (laughs) So this year changed for us too a lot because Davis started a new school, you know, going into seventh grade and we, uh, he's in private school now instead of public school. Uh, we love our school system. We just found a school that we thought felt his, uh, felt, uh, worked with his personality a lot better. He's just, he works in a smaller environment. I love that. Lives in a smaller environment. I don't know in a couple years if I'll even 
send our girls there because they, my daughter reads, she thrives in people, you know? And, um, so we might stick with the public school route for her, but for him, we really, he was excited about it. We were excited about it. Um, but they're on different, but they're on different schedules. Yes. So we are, so our city splits two different school districts. So my girls are on one school district and now my son is on another school district and they have different dates of things. Davis started school two weeks before the girls. He has like three weeks longer of Christmas break. He'll get out of school three weeks before they do in May. I think, I think we have the same spring break and that's about it. Okay. Well that actually, that is where my mind went to. Yeah. That would be tough because man, I feel like spring break is, you know, a big kind of trip week for a lot of families. So, but it's also a university school model. And so he's home two days a week now, which I am loving. Oh, loving. That That could have been my good, honestly, because that's been so fun. I mean, he was born and within two years I had another kid and then another kid and another kid. And so I really haven't had consistent one-on-one time with him in years, unless we do a dinner together or something like that. I get him every Tuesday, Thursday, just the two of us. Oh, I love that. It's way worth it. Way worth it. I'm going to piggyback real quick off of just what you said. I think that that is what I'm missing about um, Audrey's new schedule is I had the mornings just with her because Haley Bell was already off at school. So Parents, if you're out there listening, I do think, and we haven't actually talked on this, so maybe this is a whole other episode too. When we talk about work, we have an episode here in a few months about parenting stuff and parenting styles. That alone time, doing kind of one on one time with your kids, that's so important for you as the parent and for the kid. Oh my gosh. I think. Especially as they're getting older, I'm like watching the years slip away. You know, when mm-hmm. we were in quarantine at the end of quarantine, this is another good. Oh my gosh, so many goods right now. I'm remembering they're all coming back to me. That's <laughs> better than cream eyeshadow, but whatever. I still love the cream eyeshadow. But after we kind of finished quarantine, or it was the end of the week, like on Friday, and I was telling Davis, I was like, dude, you've had such a great attitude, like having to be stuck at home, even though you're not sick, but he was exposed, you know, all of that. And so we had to stay home just to play it safe. And I asked him, I said, what was your favorite part of this week? You know, even though you had to be quarantined, what was your favorite part? Are you ready for what he said? I have no idea what this kid said. My nephew is pretty amazing. He is pretty amazing. He goes, mom, hanging out with you all week. And I was like, oh my gosh, you can have whatever you want in life. (laughs) I, you know, for girls, you say, oh, I'll get you a pony. I don't know what you do for the dudes, but it was so super sweet. Touched my heart. I love having that time with him. Do you think he was, he has a birthday coming up. Do you think he was buttering you up for for his birthday? Are you... Davis I mean, is a sweetheart though. He probably he has really a, yeah, he it. is a he did. He has a kind heart. Uh no, I have his Amazon list for his birthday. Don't worry. <laughs> He's already made the list, printed it out, put multiple copies around the house for us because he's a gifter. So I'm glad you said Amazon list because this actually takes us back to our back topic to <laughs> feature topic. So I didn't, I was well, we want to give a shout out real quick to teachers and and we are going to touch on this here in a couple minutes too, but we know that you guys are 
stressed out to the max because you're going into another year of unknowns. So we've had two years now of really crazy craziness and now another year of kind of things are still up in the air. I think some stuff is returning back to quote unquote normal, but then what is normal depending on where you live and what is normal ever going to really look like ever again? Who knows? Mm -hmm. What we do know is you guys, meaning teachers and faculty and staff, y'all are amazing. Uh, We want you to know that there are parents out there that uh, would love to support you and encourage you and love on you because we know you're going through a hard time too. And I think I wanted to just talk a little bit about that. Megan, you do some really great things. You've done it even before the pandemic because Mm -hmm. we've talked about it for years and I've loved your ideas on ways that you really kind of support the teacher to show them, Hey, I'm on your side, on your team. We love what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. Tell our listeners a couple of things of what you do, even just around back to school time. Yeah. I mean, it, our kids, our uh, girls started school. Gosh, it's almost been a month now. Eh, maybe not three weeks. Um, and one of the things that they do or they did this year is that we went to uh, Five Below. <laughs> I don't know if y'all if they're we everywhere, do. I have no yes. idea, but it's like the Dollar Tree kind of thing, but it's $5 and less, I guess. But we went to Five Below and they picked out some, I let them pick, I don't say anything. And they picked out gifts for their teachers and they took it to meet the teacher. Aww. And then I wrote a note to go along with it, just saying like, we're so excited to have you as our teacher this year. I 100% support you you know, whatever you need, let us know that kind of thing. So that's one of the things that we try and kick off the year with. Um, And then the biggest thing that I love, our school does a favorites list for all staff, all teachers, all, you know, support teachers, special teachers, staff, where everybody has to fill it out. And it's, you know, they have to list their favorite drink, their favorite restaurant, their favorite store their favorite flower, cake, candy, whatever, you know, chip as this long list. And then we come compile them together and anybody can access it. Pre-COVID, it was just in a binder in the library. And now, you know, it's a PDF and you can find it. That's amazing. I really love that. That would be so helpful to know what do you like? Because what if you're getting something and you don't even know if they like it or not. So yeah, before um, we even moved here to Houston and we were living in Lafayette, our school didn't do that when Davis was just in kindergarten. And so I made one and had the teacher fill it out just for me, just so I would know what her favorite is. And then usually on Fridays, I try and pick somebody at the school and I'll get something on their favorites list, or I'll take a couple people if they might have the same favorite thing, like They both love Starbucks or whatever. And I just drop it off at the front office. I couldn't do it last year as much, you know, with everything. Um, But I would drop it off at the front office and, you know, just put a little note of, you know, hope you have a great day. We appreciate you or something like that. But I try and do it outside of just teacher appreciation time because that's when they get flooded with everything. Right. And it's fun. Like, I mean, imagine somebody knocking on your front door and handing you your favorite drink. 
one day. Like that's way fun. And, uh, you know, something that you can appreciate and, you know, so that's what we I do. think that's so great. I loved, I love being a gifter myself. I love all of that. It's been a little bit frustrating for me because yeah, y'all are more closed down. We're still kind of shut down. The kids are in person, but they've said, you know, no parents in the school buildings. Like they're still not having volunteers back. Um, so, and, and I get all of it. I'm not, I'm not complaining as to why they're doing it. Right. It's just kind of a bummer. I wish I could you know, really love on and support the teachers. What I came across though, just the last few days, I saw we have in our family, a whole long list of teachers on both sides for me. I have, mm-hmm. um, I have a sister-in-law and a mother-in-law that teaches them. Both of my sisters, they're not currently teaching, but they both were teachers. So lots of, te- my brother-in-law is a teacher lots of teachers on both sides of the family. And I saw that my sister-in-law posted the other day, she created an Amazon list. So I'm bringing it, bringing it Mm -hmm. back to the Amazon. I knew y'all would be like, oh, she forgot about her Amazon. Nope. So she created an Amazon wish list for things that she really needed in her classroom. But some of them were also just really fun things that would just make it a fun atmosphere for the kiddos too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like little beanbag chairs and things like that. Um, and then, but all different price ranges. And I thought, okay, this is so creative. I love this idea. It's delivered right to her so that it doesn't go care, through the school, right? That takes care of me not being able to go into the school building. Also, I thought about when I was working, you know, full-time and juggling the girls and Logan traveling, I didn't have time to just run up to the school and drop off a Starbucks drink. So even for a working mama, this would be great just to ask your teacher friends or even your kiddos teachers, Hey, would you put a wish list together? Mm -hmm. And I can send that out to all the moms in the class and we can really love and support you that way. I liked that idea. That is an awesome idea, especially for full-time moms who work and don't have time, like you said, or if you're more closed down, like you guys are there in Florida. Um, yeah, I'm thankful that we're still, we're definitely more open this year, obviously than we were last year. Um, you know that when you go through the car rider line, oh man, we should talk about car rider lines. We need to talk about (laughs) the insanity that's happening in the carpool First line week is always terrible in car rider lines. I, but I'll say that this year I plan to have my girls be on the bus for the first week and then do car rider after that. Oh, after day two, I switched them because our buses drop them off. Our school is five minutes from our house. I could walk there, you know, and right. They it they weren't home for an hour and a half after school ended. And yeah. I was like, oh, we're gonna be switching to car rider line. <laughs> I was reading, I have equally bad stories, and I'll tell those here in a minute. But I was reading it there's a national shortage. So yeah, a national shortage yeah. of bus drivers. It's sad. So if you're listening, this is something that I have talked about doing several times is being a bus driver. But I've always thought of it as like something that I would do like when, when I retired. Older. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I'm retired, kind of in that I don't know why. I guess I could just I've do it now. thought about it, but I don't want to get up that early. There you you have to be up at like you four, four thirty. Really early. 
like yeah. super early. I'm not, we, we know this, I'm not a morning person. Obviously we're only in like week two or three and I'm already struggling just to get my <laughs> my kids out the door. Yeah. Our, but there's something about being a bus driver that would be like, I don't know, fun and encouraging. You maybe? would enjoy it because I think you would love getting to know all the kids where some, yes. you know, it's, it's not like that. Um, it is, it's, it is an important job. And I would say we need to be thinking our bus drivers, just like we need to be thinking our teachers, because I have the privilege of being able to drive my girls. They're five minutes from here, but not everybody has that privilege and the, they really need the buses to work, you know, and to run. And so, you know, if you have a bus driver that's showing up, you need to like throw them a gift card or something out the window, like as they drop your kid off or as they pick them up, like toss them a card. <laughs> it should be like an Uber driver. Like, can we, you yes. tip your driver like yes. every day? Because they, they put safely... up with a lot of junk on those buses too, with kids that are probably not as much in the morning. Cause they're all, you know, zombie walking children, not awake yet, but in the afternoon they're amped up. I know our son's bus last year was awful. It was just, it was bad. Yeah, maybe I don't want to do a high school or middle school bus, yeah, would, but elementary, elementary. Yeah, elementary for sure. But I think because of the bus shortage, this is what I'm hearing. They're giving them multiple routes. routes. That's yes. why it's taking so yes. long. So um, Audrey was stuck on the bus for over two hours in almost the exact same spot. Like she went like maybe 20 feet, maybe, maybe. On day one. Um, on day one and parents were calling the school. We were calling the bus transportation place saying, can we just drive up and get and our pick them up, kiddo yeah. off? But they were like, no, it's a traffic jam. So they had sent the bus driver. It's not the bus driver's fault. They had sent the bus driver down the road from the middle school. And it just so happened that the middle school traffic was so awful. Uh, Cause it's the and first it day of got, school. Just got stuck. Right wow. there. So she was on the bus for two hours uh, just down the road from us. So that was crazy. Haley Bell's carpool line. I know I've talked about this before. I won't like go into huge long details other than I was in line for two and a half hours for the first full two weeks. Just picking her up. Just picking her up. Two and a half hours. Just picking her up. They have these massive schools and everybody's 100% in person. And right. I don't think they were anticipating all the kiddos being back right. and what that really looked like in the traffic flow and having extra crossing guards and having extra police uh, there directing traffic. And it was a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, that would be awful. I leave my house at 3 <laughs> I go get in the car rider line. My girls get in the car and I'm home no later than 3.15. Oh, my word. <laughs> Don't tell me that. You know, I have to get in line at 1 and I'm usually home between anywhere, depending on where I get in line, because at 1 o'clock there are already people. There's sure. already a line forming. Um, So I'm usually home anywhere between 2.30 and 3. Wow. That's a lot of quiet time. See, you could be reading all your inspirational things then in the car. <laughs> you don't have to get up early in the morning to do it. I've been binge watching on Netflix, Outer no, Banks. you have not. 
Well, I've been working too. I take my computer and I work and That's really you know, funny. do podcast well, stuff, but our, also <laughs> our nurse is who, I mean, she is amazing and stands out there in the heat and like gets us through that car rider line, like nobody's business, just super sweet, super fast. And I thought, you know what, this Friday, I'm going to go look up her favorites list and I'm going to go find what her favorite <clears throat> cold drink is and hand it out the door and, you know, out the window. Cause I'm usually one of the last cars I've timed it. Cause I don't want to wait. So I've timed okay. it to where I'm one of the last five cars. These are some of the teachers and faculty and staff. I think they get forgotten about yeah. the nurses and the janitors. Yeah. They probably have the worst jobs in elementary school. The janitor's cleaning up the puke yeah. everywhere. And you know that somebody throws up every day in a school. Probably. It's just a given. Yeah. And they're having to probably do more because of all the COVID protocols, you know, to clean more. And so then the nurse gets these kiddos that are sick. all sick. Yeah. And they're so loving and kind and taking care of those babies till you can get up there. So I think we should give, you know, our nurses and janitors a shout out too. That's right. It's everybody. <laughs> there was a janitor in elementary school that I remember, and he would stand in the hallway and he would give us all high fives. I mean, every kid that walked by, he had the smile on his face and he was high-fiving all of us. And I just remember him having like the sweetest attitude. Like he wasn't a scary janitor. <laughs> Are they scary? <laughs> I don't know. I think in like some cartoons and stuff, they yeah. make them out to be kind of scary. But do you remember any teach like anybody that stands out in elementary school that like you loved or middle school or high any any teacher? Do you have a favorite? Favorite? I don't. I mean, I don't know about a favorite. I remember I liked my first grade teacher's name, Mrs. Dockenball. I thought that was a fun name. She was super that sweet. Is a fun but I feel like name. all first grade teachers have to be super sweet. Um, I would say like one that, or a we, moment that stands out. With yeah, a I would say the one that's probably the most encouraging to me was I remember in fourth grade. It's funny I don't remember a lot from elementary school, but a few little moments here and there. And one of the ones that stands out the most is in fourth grade. Um, I remember starting out the school year and just struggling, struggling and writing. Like I was getting terrible grades on writing assignments and things like that. And I just remember that whole year, the teacher just pouring into me and saying, you can do this. And she worked extra time with me and teaching me different skills and all of that. And by the end of fourth grade, I mean, we were talking, how many years ago is this? Oh my goodness. Yeah. By the end of fourth grade, she, um, she told me I was her best writing student and Aww. just like the confidence that she gave me in that year. And I mean, here I am 42, my 42. <laughs> 42 years old. And one of the main things that I've done in my adult life is communication and writing and all, you know, all of that wrapped in together. And you're a really talented writer and, no. and just even just with your speeches that you've written over the years and given over the years, you have a talent for it. Y'all did a blog a few mm -hmm. years back that was pretty incredible. Like you can definitely see that gift there. And had she not spoken those right words of yeah. encouragement over you, yeah. like that is what, you know, 
that's another way we can, if, if you're in a school district that is more still kind of shut down and you're looking for ways to encourage teachers, even just sending them an email or, you know, a message or whatever, we need to be lifting our teachers up and just know that I'm passionate about people's abilities and teaching is definitely one of them. And we just wanted to give shout a shout out to teachers today because we know that y'all are, gosh, I wonder, you know, if some are glad to be back and some maybe aren't. I, I don't hadn't know. Thought, I hadn't thought of that until just now. Like maybe that was a little scary for some to go back. For sure. And that's why we need to love on them even more. Yep. All, all teachers, all staff. And we're loving on the parents out there too, because if you're anything like us, you're already on the struggle bus <laughs> back to school in week three. Do you know my three. saving grace here is that our school lunches for my girls are free again all year long. They were last year too. We had some grant or something come through with COVID. And so there's no, I don't have to make lunches for my girls. And, you know, it. it's about, the first couple weeks, they usually get up and they're like, mama, what's for lunch today? And my answer last year and this year is, um, you know what? It is going to be delicious, but is it? No, no, no. Hold on. And then I say, it's going to be delicious because it's free. And so you're going to (laughs) eat it and love it. And if you don't, you can come home and just like snack up on something after school, (laughs) but I'm not making a lunch if they want to make it fine, but they never want to make it in the morning. So they deal with the free lunch. Some of it's good. Some of it's not. Okay. You were way more polite than I'm fixing to be. I I don't even know what they're serving at. Haley's are free also again. And I'm thankful for that because I know again, that there are families that really need that. And thank goodness, like that is incredible. I am applauding that. However, there have been times when she just got like a whole chicken breast that maybe wasn't cooked, like that was still still cold and then just a drink and they were out of sides because there's so many kids. They just are running out of Oh, for sure. I mean, our daughter, she's in fifth grade. And so she's the last lunch of the day. And she told me the first couple weeks she was coming home, not every day, but a lot of the days and saying, mom, there was hardly any food left for us. And so I reached out to the vice principal and he called me and you're so much braver. Well, I just said, Hey, I know you guys are probably still figuring out numbers and figuring out who's buying versus consistently every day versus who's doing it periodically. I know it's a numbers game. I definitely understand that, but I did want them to understand also that we're a couple of weeks into school and she's still not getting a ton of food by the end of the day. And he was super nice about it. And he called me and said, you know, I was actually in the lunchroom at her hour. I totally understand what you're saying. I talked to the, I was even in a conversation with the lunch ladies about it today. And there's, you're right. They're still figuring it out. So you do so bring it to their attention. You do a better job of that. It, I still like, I don't want to go to the principal's office or vice principal's <laughs> office. Like as a parent, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I don't want to make a phone call. I would much rather just like, like where I'm just sending Haley Bell with lunches. She's just go, she just goes with lunches. But I 
I do have this like fear of, oh my word, like what would I do if I actually had a situation where I had to reach out to the principal or the vice principal? It's still scary in my mind. Really? That's funny. Is it that way in yours or have you like totally Mm -hmm. shifted as a parent and you're like, I'm a parent and yeah, no, I always, um, I think the biggest thing is that when I do reach out to communicate with them, I always start out by saying like, I'm on your side. Like I understand what you're going through. I don't just send a complaint, you know, um, even with Davis's new school, I, we had an orientation that I went to and I got to hear the story of how it all started and our, main, she's not a principal, but she's the head of, we have three different principals and she's the head over all of them. So the top lady, and she was a part of starting the school, but I got to hear her whole story. And about a week later, I sent her an email and just, just thanked her for everything. You know, just, I'm so thankful that you moved here with a heart to start the school, that you listened and found families to do it. And I mean, just like layered on the praise because I know that as the top dog at a private school in the crazy year that we're having, she's probably getting other emails that aren't as fun, you know? And so I always try and make sure that I'm not just sending emails that are complaining and questioning, but also making sure that I'm balancing it just as much with positive feedback. That's a good word because at first I thought you were saying that you just, you try to, if you have a complaint in that complaint email, you try to, you know, uplift and encourage. But I like what you just said that you're not just only sending complaint emails, right? You're also following, you're sending equal amounts of praise and encouragement I love that, Megan. That's a good word. Um, yeah, and I they're not like reminded. they're not like complaint emails. You know? like, no, I, wanted, I know. I wanted to say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, man, y'all suck. No, I don't do that. At all. <laughs> it's everybody more of, knows. Hey, this is just what this is the word I'm hearing from my kids, and I'm just you know reaching out to let you know or confirm or just get some answers from you. That kind of thing. you're right. It's not a complaint email. You're 100. percent correct. Because Megan, that's not Megan at all. And I think she's only sent the one about the cafeteria food, but it's more of like, Hey, I see this little kink. Like there's, we're still working out the kinks and back to school. Um, so yeah, no, I, I agree something that, but speaking of like, uh, you know, what do you do type situations involving teachers or that kind of thing. And I appreciated this teacher clearly communicating this to me and Logan for Audrey. He said, if I, if there is something that's going on, that's wrong between me and my student, I want my student to approach me first. Yeah. It, it, he said it is a pet peeve. It is so irritating to him when he gets an email from the parent first. Yeah. I think we're in that as our kids are getting older, because now with Davis in seventh grade, that was huge at all of the school orientation and on their little sheets that they printed out for the parents is if there's a problem or your child has a question, I want to hear from them. I don't want to hear from you. (laughs) Logan, Logan loved that because he really teaches our girls to be independent and critical thinkers and problem solvers. He's like, y'all have brains, right? You can use them. And so he really 
tries to do that with the girls. And not that I don't, I love that too. And I love that he encourages them to be that way. But I think there's that mama bear part in me. That's like, sure. Oh, well, I can just send an email real quick and I can get this all smoothed out and handle it. But it really is teaching them a life skill of how to handle a situation, how to talk to adults because they're in front of a phone texting half the time. Right. So I, it is, I, I appreciated this teacher clearly saying, have your child come to me first. He did follow it up with, if we're unable to resolve it, or your child is still unhappy, or there's still a problem, then yes, by all means, we'll address it all three together or as a team. And I loved that approach because that's even scary to me. I don't know why. Maybe it's like an authority thing. Were you like in the principal's office a lot as a kid? Never. I was never, I never wanted to be in trouble. I never was. Not one time. Not one time for me either. Mm -mm. Now college, the dean's as a whole other, that's a whole other situation. (laughs) But from elementary to high school, I was never once in the principal's office. I was never in trouble. I wanted to avoid that at all costs. Like just keep your head down, follow the rules, do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I did it too. But I was, I, I think because I get nervous about those kind of situations, I loved that they said, Hey, here's how we would love for you to handle this. So that was helpful to me. That is good. That's really good. I like that. All right. I know hey, we got to wrap it up. We've, we've gone uh, longer than normal, but I've loved our back to school talk. Yeah. And it's a good reminder of just loving on our people. Go love on all those teachers and faculty and staff. Um, get and creative. Get creative. If you come up with an idea that we have not talked about today on the show, guess what, you guys? We want to hear from you. We want to hear about it. And there are several ways that they can do that. Megan, can you tell them how they can reach out to us? Yeah. I mean, we've got our website, themegspodcast.com. We've got a form on there that makes it super duper easy or um, it emails us directly, or you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at the Megs Podcast. Yeah. Send us a DM or a comment. Yeah. Uh, We usually have episode posts and stories, so you can comment on any of those. We would just love to hear from you. And we just wanted to thank you again for listening to the Megs Podcast today. And y'all don't forget to squeeze the good today. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. Before you sign off, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Meg's podcast, because we really want to connect with you. And just a reminder, we are listener supported. We have six different ways that you can support us and be a part of the Meg's podcast. There's a link in the show notes of every episode, and it's on our website at themegspodcast.com. You can also find our shop there with a lot of cute merchandise. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. And don't forget to squeeze the good today.